You are listening to the Lab Lowdown. We're here to talk about blood donation. Okay, so the cool thing about <laughs> cool thing about blood donation is whenever you do donate blood, you go through this little uh, screening bit of process uh, where you're in with the ad administrator and uh, they'll, they'll prick your finger. It, it'll be relatively painless and from there they'll check the iron levels in your blood uh, to see if you're anemic. If you're anemic, unfortunately, you cannot get blood, but if you are not, you should be good to go. Um, on top of that, after you do get blood, uh, your, your blood will actually be tested for multiple different diseases. And if you are testing positive for any of these diseases, uh, which does include uh, West Nile, which is very, very prevalent. We have those scares um, in the spring and summer. Uh, Zika, another mosquito virus, uh, hepatitis B, C, HIV, syphilis, and uh, a couple more. Uh, if those do test positive, uh, you are notified immediately. Um, and then you, you can take further medical action from there. So that, that is something nice that they do. And this is also with strict confidentiality too. Uh, this is HIPAA protected information. Can I say something about the finger prick? Yeah. Um, I honestly, that's probably the worst part of the whole process because like with a, with, you know, a needle, you kind of know what you're getting into, but like with the finger prick, you're just standing out there and you know that like your <laughs> finger pad is about to get stabbed and it hurts and then they have to squeeze it into that little tube. I hate it. That's the worst part about donating blood. You I'm going to just shoot y'all straight. You have more nerve endings in their hand as well because it's used for feeling things mm -hmm. uh, than you do in the, uh, the elbow sort of area where they would normally be taking the blood mm -hmm. from. So you're more sensitive to um, the pain. That's true. I'm actually quite the opposite. Even though, you know, it does, yeah, you all your nerve endings are right there. And not a fan uh, of you would think, well, yeah, yeah. So if anything, I don't look, I, I make it a point to not look at the needle as it goes into my arm uh, because I'm definitely afraid of it. But I just, you know, put in music and turn it all the way up. And um, yeah, just don't look. But with the, uh, the initial finger prick, whenever they test your iron levels and, and really do that pre that pre-screening process I I really have no issue with it at all but I think everyone's really different um, who knows if that's the worst I, I guess people are opposites you know in a personal uh, you know personal opinion it is personal yeah, yeah Alex while we're here why don't you tell us your uh, your blood donation playlist like top three songs oh god Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to that's Heaven, the, that's oh, it. That's, that's number it. one. That's the classic. Because if I happen to die, which you probably won't, at least I'm headed in the right direction. <laughs> there we go. Are your eyes closed and everything? Uh, no, no, because I might actually die. <laughs> I may not wake up. So I just stare uh, longingly out of the uh, bus window. Um, whether it's at the lab or whatever the, ca the catering mm -hmm. tray has. Uh, I'll just stare at that and just not look. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Um, do you guys know how many people need blood in the USA every single day? How many? 43,200. That's a big lot of Do you people. know how many that is per second? Or per, per minute, even? How many? It is 30 a minute, or wow. one every two seconds. That is a freaking bonkers. So in the time that it took me to say that, that's like 10 people, probably, at least. Yeah. Pretty crazy. 
we will hopefully cater to at least 20 of those people on exactly. Friday with our blood drive. So <laughs> exactly. I think, I think in previous drives, we've maybe helped 80 some people, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think that's our like average that's right. average yeah. is around eighty. So um Definitely. so that's good. That's like what is that? Uh, if a it's minute 30, and a half. A minute and a half, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good math. And going off of Alex, like during that pre screening, some people don't even know their blood types. So any blood type can really donate. Um of course there's, you know, type A, type B, type A B. Type O, yeah. And type O is the most one that is requested because it is the rare one. Um, It's the universal donor. And I think it's like 7% of people actually are type O. I'm actually O negative. Really? That's the, like, main one. Mm -hmm. I have a... uh, Wow. I have a a chart that I will read y'all. Oh. Read to y'all in a second. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the ironic thing is I'm a universal donor, but definitely afraid of needles. So yeah. it's it's a struggle, but um, you know we all have our burdens to bear. Yeah, that's right. Burdens to bear. Sure, I, that's how I learned of my blood type was uh, getting uh, it tested there. Um, I always forget it, so mm-hmm. I've already signed up to donate again, uh, with one of the reasons being so that I can know my blood type, um, also to help people, but... Write it down mm-hmm. somewhere. I should probably write it down. Mm-hmm. You could get no it tattooed clue. on, like, your neck or something. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why your neck seemed like a good idea. It seemed like the back of the neck, maybe, would be a good place, Well then you couldn't read it. I'm just going to edit that out. Yeah, I think I'm just, uh, I think so... I'm going to pass on the blood type neck tattoo, yeah. It's just so, like, if you die, people know what organs you have. You put it on your wrist, right? Like the diabetes type one. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. a good idea. Wrist makes a lot more sense. Um, so, yeah, what else? You get, um, you actually can benefit in terms of your health from giving blood. Um, donation alone burns around 650 calories. Um, so gives you a justification to hit that Chick-fil-A tray after the donation for sure. As and, if anyone uh, ever needs justification. If you need justification, I, it, I mean, that's I like that's like three chicken nuggets. So, <laughs> but but definitely eat before. Don't yes. do some yeah. sort of fasting and start your day off at a deficit and give blood uh, because you will pass out. Yeah, and, and uh, it'll be harder for them to get the blood. That true. is true too. Yeah. And yeah, definitely stay hydrated mm-hmm. with water, not with coffee. That will definitely yeah. dehydrate you, even though it is made mostly of water. So, uh, and then about one in 200 people suffer from a disease called hemochromatosis, which is where you have too much iron in the blood. Um, not as, not as common as being anemic, um, which is where you have too little iron, but still one in 200 is relatively common. And, uh, and so these people actually need, need to donate blood, uh, in order to prevent a dangerous buildup of iron, uh, in the body. So mm-hmm. hemochromatosis people go ahead and, uh, come by Tomball. <laughs> on Friday, donate okay. some blood. Yeah, all two of you. All two. No, but on <laughs> on uh, on the subject of that, uh, there was actually a study done in 2008 by the National uh, Cancer Institute, and uh, pretty much they made the correlation that having high iron levels uh, correlated with uh, developing cancer. Mm-hmm. So uh, people who do donate uh, do lower those iron levels and. By that, uh, by that correlation, may uh, reduce their risk of cancer, but also it, it does improve your your blood flow, your blood flow as well, 
um, and helps out uh, lowering the risk of cardiovascular disease. Exactly. When you donate blood regularly, when you donate blood regularly, it helps with the flow, like Alex said. So that because you, when you're donating the blood, it helps the blood not be too sticky or thick, so that it could help uh, the blood flow easier through the blood vessels to reach the heart faster. It's pretty nice. Um, Let's get back on to the subject of uh, burning calories. Uh, I can't use that as a weight loss plan, Alex. No, you shouldn't because you, you can only donate blood uh, once per eight weeks, the whole blood. So it's not a just donate blood every day thing. However, you can do the donate plasma, uh, which you can do every week. Um, I did not know that. That's, that's another avenue, really. Yeah, you can do plasma every week. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and and you, you can make money from it. I think especially males do. Uh, in college, I had a few friends that did that. Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought you were going to tell us that you, you were a college blood donor, which is not bad. Mm -hmm. but... I worked at Hot Topic, so I didn't need to do that. <laughs> well, maybe I should have still been doing that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, burning calories. Uh, 650 is the is what's stated for donating whole blood, which is about 15 minutes, a pint's worth of blood. And the calories are burned and your body regenerating that blood that was taken out. That is good to know. How much do you get paid for donating plasma? Oh, at least $100. Really? Um, Dang. The first time you do it is, uh, is the highest. And then as you keep donating, it gets like, I guess more diluted or less pure, whatever it is, and you keep getting less and less money, but if you're in college, you take what you can get. That's true. Um, that's interesting. That I guess right the now. hospital then resells the wholesale model. Mm, so as far as, uh, as far as the billing model goes for, <laughs> for donating blood, yeah, you give away blood for free. Uh, and then, well, and of course you, you get the little kickback of, uh, you know, uh, some cookies or if, you know, we're catering Chick-fil-A or some bomb Mexican place or something like that. Like, yeah, you're getting taken care of there. But as far as Gulf Coast uh, Regional Blood Center, who we are partnering with um, on this occasion, uh, they get that blood that's needed to the lab um, at any given moment. And then they, not to the lab, to the hospital, I'm sorry. They get it to the hospital at any, at any given moment. And then they bill the hospital for providing that blood. And that's how they make money and cover their administrative costs, storing huh. blood and their all their overhead too. That's interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is very interesting. Oh, I'm learning that's lots a of nice, new stuff. Uh, Christmas gift. Uh, Christmas gift uh, fund. Yeah. Just sell off that plasma. Just sell off the plasma. It makes Once the gift more worth it because you really did blood, sweat, your blood, tears. sweat, and yeah. tears. That was my joke, and you freaking stole I was gonna, it. I was going to say it when Alex said hot topic. I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I give my blood, sweat, and tears to editing this podcast, but uh, <laughs> it didn't really fit then. So. But really, the, the real Christmas gift is the gift of life. That is correct. Shed a tear right there. So mm. how, uh, how often can you give blood? Like you said, I can't use it in a weight loss plan. No, no, but it, it is uh, good for maintaining a healthy lifestyle for sure. If you are eating healthy, exercising, um, do this about every eight weeks, uh, if you will, if you will. I've heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, so take this with a, a big pinch of salt, but if you're a woman who 
hasn't like had a child and you're in like your late 30s early 40s kind of that age then you should give blood because your body is like producing too much because it's like ready to have a child kind of thing i have no idea that's true that is uh it sounds like a wildly speculative somebody told that to me okay i don't know it's true i don't know because every woman is different i mean yeah. yeah, it could be a it could be a woman to woman thing. Maybe yeah. all I know is uh, you have to be between the age of seventeen, with parental consent, and uh, below that Medicare age sixty five, not be a senior. Uh, funny enough, only thirty eight percent of the federal. population. Yeah, only thirty eight percent of the population is able to donate blood, but that's still a hefty piece. Just mm-hmm. because you're you're cutting out minors and you're cutting out uh, seniors and you're cutting out people who are anemic have sickle cell. Um, people who need the blood <laughs> really uh, are the ones who shouldn't be donating it. But uh, yeah, thirty-eight percent is still uh, what at least a hundred million. Yeah, hundred million people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Wow. I never know how many people live in the U.S. It's like any given time. Three hundred and sixty yeah. million, I think. Mm, yeah, it's about that. And growing. And growing. I'm sorry, I moved my paper. Guys, I'm sorry, (laughs) listeners. Um, Would y'all like to hear some uh, fun facts about blood discovery? Sure. Discovery? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Uh, He won a Nobel Prize for it. Dr. Carl Landsteiner first identified the major blood groups in 1901. What are the major blood groups, guys? Um, It's only, it's no positives. No minuses, just major groups. A, O, A, B, A, and O. Oh, wait, B and O. A, B, A, B, and O. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is only discovered in 1901. That is insane because that shows you just how much medicine has advanced in 117 years. What do you know? I'm trying to think if there's like a... Like, you, you know, like a, uh, what's that called? An anagram? There is not. It's not no. a secret code. Why do you choose the letters? You could do boba. Why That's couldn't a... you do A, B, C, and D? Tapioca. I'm not and sure. Uh, I would say you could ask him, but it's been a while. <laughs> Bust out the Ouija board. <laughs> hey, yo, why? <laughs> so, there are, it looks like eight different blood types. Is that correct? Oh, if there's positive and negative. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like A positive, O positive, B positive. Guys, B positive. That's what uh, I am. A, B positive, A negative, O negative, B negative, Maybe. and A, B negative. <laughs> you could do BOAB. B-O-A-A-B. BOAB. Positive is the most common. I know if it's, if it's mm-hmm. RH positive, that means there's a D antigen on the red blood cell. But if the mother has R, if they're positive, but the baby is tested and it's negative, there's possible complications. That's a bad thing. I have a story about that for you. Mm. But first, let's let's go over this diagram. <laughs> Just create a mental diagram in your mind. So if you have a type A positive blood, you can give blood to A positive. A, B positive, and you can receive blood from A positive, A negative, O positive, and O negative. I'm not going to read this out. I've, we can cut this out because it's uh, it's too much. 
There's a lot, mm. a lot of things. That's what's a the lot. best? What's the best one? What's well, the most? What's the Swiss Army knife of philosophy? You could say like the universal donor recipe. You know what they yeah. say? What is the most needed blood type? Oh. Oh. You're wrong. It is the one that is not on the shelf. The patient needs it. That's true. Heartstrings. Oh, there we go. Uh, um, but for real, type O is the most requested, as Ashley said. Um, so O negative, you can give blood to everyone, but you can only receive it from O negative. Surprise. Um, and then AB positive, you can give blood to AB positive, but you can receive blood from everyone. So I would assume if you were someone that really, really needed blood, you would want to be AB positive. Yeah, but that is the absolute rarest one. It is. Mm -hmm. O positive is coming in at around 38%. Um, I'll have to recheck if this is the population or America, yeah. but I think it's uh, it's one of those. Um, o negative, 7%. A positive, 34%. A negative, 6%. B positive, 9%. B negative, 2%. Uh, AB positive 3% and AB negative 1%. Oh, okay. Hmm. So it's taken off the, the Red Cross website. Um, so it could be wrong. I don't know. We may cut I this out. I think it's a good source. It's yeah, that is. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know these were all types. Okay, so, uh... We, we've gone over how often can you give blood, uh, whole blood, of course, once per eight weeks, roughly six times a year. Uh, but there's also the secondary option of uh, double red blood cells. Uh, you have to hit uh, another set of requirements. Uh, you may need to weigh maybe about 20 pounds more. Uh, I know for whole blood, you need to be 110 pounds. For uh, double red, you need to be 130 or above. Um, but uh, you, you, you can donate that once per 16 weeks or three times a year. And the difference is um, the use is, is absolutely uh, time sensitive uh, for, for trauma patients, can be used for newborns, and uh, especially for that rare disease, uh, sickle cell anemia, which is very painful. That's good to know. Ashley, what are some of your fun facts? Um, yeah, Alex just mentioned sickle cell disease. Um, if you guys didn't know, it affects about 90,000 to 100,000 people in the U.S. And about 1,000 babies are actually born with this disease each year. And whenever they're diagnosed with this disease, they have to be um, given blood. So it's very helpful to donate blood, so then you're helping a lot of people. Um, and then also, did you know, so we are in Tomball, Texas, and in Texas, one of the common things that people pass away from are car accidents. Mm -hmm. So every victim who dies in a car accident, oh, not dies, every Oops. victim in a car accident requires 100 pints of blood. That's um, a lot, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like mm -hmm. up to 100, depending on how severe it is. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But that's a lot. That's a that's yes. definitely a lot. We're on the same wavelength because I yeah. had that same <laughs> fact because you know who gets in car accidents a lot? Yeah. Me. But I've never required <laughs> yeah. blood. Let's knock on that wood because... Um, Me too. Yes. Alex is good at, about getting... Uh, I'm good about getting rear-ended. Alex is good about just being hit yeah. uh, regardless of, you know, the situation of the car. Yeah. I have a story for y'all. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Ready. 
Alright, so legend goes that this guy has saved over 1 million lives of basically um, RH disease, which is pronounced rhesus. Rhesus. I, I don't like know if that's rhesus. right, but you can call it RH disease. Um, like Ashley said, it's a condition where pregnant women's blood actually starts attacking the baby's blood cells. Um, in the worst cases, it can result in brain damage or death for the children. So um, this guy, let me, let me see. Okay. Um, so this guy, his name is James Harrison. Uh, he's just an average guy. Um, nothing is, you know, incredibly different about him. Um, but what happened uh, was when he was in, when he was a younger, I think he was 14, um, he had a chest operation where he had a lung removed. So I guess that is something mm -hmm. that, you know, special that's happened to you. But um, he was 14 when this happened, and um, he had received blood. You know, it looks like it, around 13 liters of blood. Um, so he was inspired to start donating blood uh, after he was well enough to do so. Um, and at that time, there was also all these babies dying in Australia, and they didn't know why. Um, they discovered that it was from RH disease. Uh, so something happened with the chemistry of his uh, blood, and what he has some rare antibody um, in his blood, and uh, so he donates as frequently as he can, and um, it actually helped to develop an injection called Anti-D, which prevents women with uh, Rh-negative blood from developing Rhd antibodies during pregnancy. Wow. So, um, Australia was one of the first countries to discover a blood donor with this antibody, so it was pretty revolutionary at the time. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. That's um, incredible. That's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. So, oh, actually, it looks like he's saved the lives of more than 2 million babies. Wow, wow that's incredible. One wow. person saved 2 million. He's won, like, so many awards, uh, you know, Medal of Honor, all this stuff. Um, in, in Australia, there's more than 17% of women that are at risk. So yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty likely chance that, you know, a woman can develop it. That's, like, one, yeah. one sixth. Is it just an Plus Australian thing, or is that it's anyone? not just an Australian thing? But this is just this is how I learned about it. I think I read a post on Reddit or something about it like a year ago, and I remembered it because we're talking about blood a lot. And I googled it. I literally googled like wow. uh, got a special blood. Australian blood. Blood. special blood. Yeah. Australian Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It's a dangerous country. Many things that could. Uh... That's right. So the yeah. pregnant women are injected with this, or any woman can, if they find out that they have this type of blood, when they're pregnant, I guess. Yeah. So it looks like um, it's a vaccine um, that people can get, but mm -hmm. I'll, I'll have to get clarity on that because I'm not exactly sure of what it is. I just know that they created anti-D with this blood. Um, it says injection. Maybe it's an Australian thing that they call vaccines injections. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, two million lives, and he's about to have to retire from uh, donating blood. Did y'all know that was a thing? You have to mm. retire. Because you've donated so many times? Wow. I think because you've donated so many times, and then once you're older, 
If oh, you, yeah. This is just speculation. Does your uh, blood quality go down? Is that a thing? I mean, it gets thinner, doesn't it? I know. I mean, your body just starts to kind of fall apart, doesn't it? So, well, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think of my my great grandfather at the time. Like his blood was very thin, and he could just you know bump into a wall, and he'd have a bruise for yeah, days, or I'm even sure. just start bleeding, yeah. just having paper thin skin, yeah. and, which is not good for donating blood. I don't know the, the science behind it, but I'm sure your body does start to just become unhealthy, lose quality as you age. And especially if you're taking statins, that's yeah. the thing. My dad mm -hmm. has freaking paper skin because mm -hmm. he is on statins. And, like, Millie, my dog, uh, <laughs> will play with him, and he'll start bleeding. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Dad, are you okay? And he's like, oh, it's fine. It's like nothing. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. One more fact about this. Mm -hmm. This is this is Alex in, like, you know, 40 years. Uh, he's donated you know, his blood and plasma over a 1,000 times. Um, but there's one thing that will never change. Never once have I watched the needle go in my arms, he says. Um, I look at the ceiling or the nurses, maybe talk to them a bit, but never once have I watched the needle go in my arm. I can't stand the sight of blood and I can't stand pain. Wow. What a hero. We all have our burdens to bear. <laughs> all of our crosses. Yeah. Yeah, I hate blood. Yeah. Not a blood boy. Not a blood boy. But it's a rewarding... Uh... Action. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's why I do it. If I can save three lives, it would be really cool if uh, they notified you that your blood saved a life. But I think mm -hmm. that violates HIPAA by some reason. Mm -hmm. You don't have to drop a name or date of birth or anything like that. Yeah. Just say, hey, your blood saved a life today. Yeah. Or tried fun. to save a life. Um, you can cut that out. That's a dark, dark, dark In note. general, I guess it saves lives. Don't, don't that was a dark note to end on. Yes. Sorry. So oh, we can end it with dark. Be negative. At least we tried. <laughs> um, so is that it? Is that it on uh, donating blood? I think that's it, yeah. So we're pulling the needle out? Putting a band-aid on? Yeah, I think I've given all I can give on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any jokes. Time to so, eat. Yeah, come to our blood drive. Yeah. We'll be happy to meet you guys. When is so, it? So it is October the 26th, Friday, at 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. until 6 p.m. It's five. It actually starts at one thirty. One thirty until five. Five. I I think I so. I think it's until the. Um, the earlier you come, the better. Mm -hmm. The better. The more food there is. Mm -hmm. That's true. It'll be hot. Hey, um, but if you show up a little bit late, the bus will stick around for you. They need as much blood as they can get because yeah. there is a national blood shortage. It will take anyone. Come to our website to register if you'd like so you can see the available times. Code V8. 605, isn't that? V605. 85, right? V865. I freaking knew it. V865. Look for us. Elite Medical Lab. Victor865. And that's all. From the lab lowdown. I'm Haley, and I am signing off. See ya. Uh, Alex, yeah, see ya. Bye.